I acknowledge that the podcast quality here isn't studio quality. I, I completely acknowledge that, uh, but I'm not worried about that. My main objective is to consistently put out content. And for those that know me and, and follow along or have been following along for a while, hopefully the content message is the thing that you will appreciate, but you'll also appreciate that how raw this also is as well, you know, uncut. Hello and welcome to another day. Uh, Ivan Salaji here, uh, for those of you who are new around here onto the uh, podcast. Uh, I am on a journey to putting out a lot more regular content. And putting out content is not anything new for me. I've been a blogger since 2014, but I'm really dedicating myself uh, consistently, especially moving into the month of October, to put out daily content. I've come to a point uh, in my life, uh, as far as you know, th- things like career is concerned, and uh, personal projects, interests, uh, and hobbies, and really wanting to turn this to, into something that, I guess, can really take me places as far as being something that I uh, that I, I guess do full time one day. You know, a lot of us have this have this dream of being content producers or writers or you know YouTubers, podcasters. I guess the ultimate thing is just doing something online. Uh, you know, in the content creation scene, and for a lot of us, it'd be really fulfilling if we can just do it. You know, ongoing full time, and that's really what I personally like to do. Predominantly, I'm a blogger, and I've been blogging over at ivansalaji.com since 2014. Uh, so it's quite a few years now. What is it? Five years, if my math's right. And I love it. It's probably the longest thing I've consistently done, as far as a passion project, I guess you'd call it. <clears throat> um, you know, I went, when I was a, a, a younger kid, I did martial arts since you know from about the age of twelve through to you know in my twenties. But I think that was something more of like a, a day. A, daily practice or a sport or an activity and I was quite interested in that so there isn't anything else really as long as that so writing for me just in general has been something that I discovered probably from 2014 onwards that I really enjoy I really I I just I enjoy the process of writing Um, you know particularly it'd be creative non-fiction is kind of what I what I probably classify myself as being a creative non-fiction writer so over on my blog uh, I predominantly write about uh, uh, sorry I I don't this is kind of an interesting thing so to to kind of come up with like the elevator pitch about what my blog is I've really been spending time trying to refine it down and I'm fairly confident like the about tagline is it's creative nonfiction blog uh, in the areas of uh, life work uh, family uh, science uh, and philosophy as well as politics. So there's a lot there. But the reason why there's a lot there is because I guess you'd kind of classify it as almost like a lifestyle blog, but I've got a lot of interests. But all of those bits and pieces of content that I put out are really centered around, I guess, the creative nonfiction, almost uh, style that I write in. I like to be you know, a little bit storytelling in my approach. So that's why I kind of term term it creative nonfiction. And 
predominantly the pieces that I'll put out, um, the ones that are like the real kickers, the ones that I really, really enjoy that I'm quite proud of, are stories. And it's stories about times in my life that really, you know, I, I guess they could be the smallest thing that happened. It could have just been like an event that for most people it would be like a memory in their childhood. You know, they moved house once or something happened when they're at school or it could be anything. But it's the but it's the it's the memory that really sticks to me, and it's one that um, it, it's probably taught me some lessons that I maybe didn't quite think uh, that I'd be maybe carrying for as long in my life. At the time, it might have just been a trivial event that happened, but I've now taken those lessons, or I've kind of realised that it's a an underlying, I guess, force in my life almost. Uh, with the way I do things so I like to retell those stories creatively and really give you a feeling like you're you're there at the time but most importantly and I think this is where the value add piece comes from because I'm really big on trying to add value is telling the story such that it's framed that you know asking you questions as a reader to see where you relate in the story I think if I can make the story relatable for everybody even if it was a specific event to me that's a win and that's what I really find most fulfilling when I write articles if I can write a piece like that I know I've done something well even if it gets one reader so that's uh, a bit of a background about me as a blogger and kind of my style so you know I'll, I'll try and give the elevator picture again just to see how it sounds so basically creative non-fiction uh, writer uh, focusing and releasing content on... Uh, no, I stuffed it up. <laughs> you got it the first time. I'll keep practicing on it. I'm currently driving home from work, actually. So, again, I, I am able to kind of do these hands-free, which means I can, I can stay focused. But I had a training course today uh, to do with lead auditing. So... For those of you who don't know, I, I kind of generally classify myself as a scientist just because those are the de degrees that I completed in both my undergraduate and postgraduate years um, at university. But I, I now work for a medical device company and a pharmaceutical company. Uh, I have been in this company for about three months now, and prior to that I was purely in a uh, pharmaceutical company, but it was really niche around the area of radio pharmaceuticals. Um, so I've, I, my official title is like a, a quality assurance manager and I basically manage quality across uh, multiple multiple sites for the Australia and New Zealand uh, region in particular. And as part of my role, there is a large portion of like managing uh, audits. And uh, that means that, you know, there's certain certifications and things like that that I need to hold. So even though I've been doing audits for a long time, officially, I've wanted to support that with um, the actual certification because it's, it's um, often a requirement uh, for some of the tasks that I do. So today is day one of two of that particular training. So I've, off, I've been off doing some of that training today, which has been really, really interesting. And the trainer in particular is probably one of the best trainers I've had. He is very engaged, very passionate, and you can really see it come through. He's a great storyteller as well, uh, and he's really putting his heart on his sleeve when he, he tries to deliver this training. And, and, you know, for someone who's learning, um, I appreciate that. And tomorrow will be day two of that training, 
and then I'll be back to normal on Friday. I briefly spoke about this in the YouTube video which I will be releasing today. Uh, I think it's about five minutes long. Not too long, uh, but it's the second consecutive video and I'm hoping to make it a daily consecutive thing as well. I acknowledge that the podcast quality here isn't studio quality. I, I completely acknowledge that, uh, but I'm not worried about that. My main objective is to consistently put out content. And for those that know me and, and follow along or have been following along for a while, hopefully the content message is the thing that you will appreciate, but you'll also appreciate that how raw this also is as well, you know, uncut. I think often we, we kind of get lost in the... How can I put this? There's lots of videos now and podcasts out there that are very highly polished, high-end production content. And what I've found personally is sometimes those that are really, really, really polished almost disconnect you from the, you know, the, the person behind the brand. And it almost, it almost dehumanizes the brand to an extent. And I actually wrote an article on you know, brand humanization. I, I, I haven't done a marketing degree or anything like that, but this concept that I had was, this, thing, this thought that I had was, you know, branding moving into the future will really be uh, successful, I guess, or maybe not successful is probably not the right word, but I guess relatable, um, memorable, impactful, when it's it's humanized brand and it's not just about the the company that it's traded and and just the product but more so the people behind the brand or behind the product and i think for online content creators often because it's it's really in that personal brand space that's where they get the most um, arbitrage i guess and the most um, reward out of it is uh, because they are almost, you know, they are essentially the brand. So, but I guess the main point that I was trying to give is that a lot of these uh, online videos and podcasts now are so polished that sometimes it's removing that human brand element, that, I guess that human connection element. So I'm not afraid at all to put out something where the content is a little bit muffled because I'm really hoping that you're listening to the message I'm giving and knowing that I'm a real person. And at the end of it, you know, I, I'm even though I've been blogging now for five years, I'm still an amateur. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a person too, just like many of you are, I'm sure. And hopefully, it kind of gives a little bit of encouragement that, hey, I can also do that too. And if it's something you've been thinking about doing, if it inspires you to jump on and write an article or put out a little audio recording or or record even a two-minute video, then. You know, or it could be something like you've painted a painting or created some music and you want to put it out there to try and do it, um, you know, without f feeling that fear of what are people going to think about it and how are they going to judge it and, you know, oh, the, the, the lighting's not good or the sounds are not clear or maybe my blog thing's not all that good. Like, so what? I think if the message is good and the, con the, the content itself is good, uh, you know, the people that really, that will really connect to it will often see past that. And what's also, I guess, kind of beautiful in, in, in the sense uh, and fortunate is if you do actually do well and you actually grow as a content creator and become quite popular, you know, for some, for, for, for some of us that will become blessed 
in that regard where you know our work will be seen by many if that's if that's our goal can you can you imagine having people in your community that were there from the start where they can say you know i listened to that person's podcast or i was reading their articles or i was watching their videos when you know went way back way back when when they were unedited and you know the quality was really bad but i was there from the start so i'm the biggest fan like to give someone you know the 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 privilege of experiencing that sort of joy to me i think that's a nice gift to give and i say that quite humbly you know it's not about being like oh you know people are going to follow me it's not like that at all it's really i guess the reason why i'm kind of framing it that way is because i myself have followed people from the start of their journey I've watched, you know, YouTubers and people who are podcasting that started out and they were recording on their phone and they had bad loud lighting and when you go and watch their video, you know, about, you know, they started a vlog where they're trying to talk and then they, they basically open it like, well, hey guys, um, you know, today I went shopping and I did run a few errands and, uh, you know, then I did some journaling or I visited, you know, my aunt or my, my, my mom or my grandmother or grandparent or friend and uh, then I had been Starbucks and you know you get the point right and then now you watch the videos and like 4k quality they've got a production team uh, you know they've got this consistent content that comes out it's real the brand messaging is good the whole branding is good their personal brands built up you know and they're quite well known and popular I get joy knowing that I was there from the start especially especially when they engage with me because then I know I'm able to connect with them still on a human level. I can I can feel that sort of connection that some other people might not because you know they might not have been there from from the start. Uh, it just feels it feels good as a as a consumer as an, a, and as a fan. So if you've kind of got the humility to be able to do that for someone else and you really believe in what you're putting out there, to me you're kind of paying it forward in that regard. And, and that that to me is I don't know I find joy in that. Um, I don't know about you, but that that kind of is where I find inspiration in putting out content. And it kind of gives me permission and hopefully it gives you permission to just be vulnerable. Like put stuff out there. I the, the biggest, besides patience, the biggest lesson I've learned is vulnerability. I, I used to put up this front of, you know, having made it and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've got all my shit in order and my life is in order and my finances are good and, and my health and my goals and, and, and my career. It's like, who am I kidding? Like, I'm, I'm, a, human, I'm a human too. And often at times I think I, I never was really able to connect with people on a personal level because I had this front up. And I think the front was fear of being judged because people might not accept me who I am or I'm not good enough or or almost it was like if I could put myself to a certain level where I felt untouchable, as obnoxious as that sounds, then people might not be able to judge me and I'll, I'll care less what people think. And I, I'm glad I recognize now that that's not the way I want to be. And I, me personally, and I think the I guess the gateway to not being like that is to be vulnerable and be honest and say, you know, sometimes my shit sucks. Sometimes the content I put out there is bad. Um, I might think it's bad. Other people might like it. I don't know. You might be listening to this now and be like, this guy's boring. It's a hunk of shit. <laughs> um, I hope not. But 
over time it will get better but I think it's about being vulnerable it's about saying you know sometimes life's tough gets in the way and the reason why I haven't put out content is because I just haven't been motivated to do it I've been way too tired um, trying to get my my diet in order because my health's really bad and it makes me really really tired and I don't feel like you know getting off the couch and picking up a notebook and taking some notes and planning out a session for a recording or I don't feel like sitting on my my device and typing out a blog post because I'm just really tired sometimes that's the fact um, and if you can just be honest about that then I think it's liberating you know and, and it allows people to connect with you on a deeper level because then when you do put out stuff um, consistently or, or you start to develop a pattern eventually or you just put out content that suits you and they're able to connect with it, they're going to appreciate it and know that it's coming from a real person. That's my ramble. I, I, I came into this just wanting to record something and putting out there and I guess through vulnerability I'm just trying to be a little bit honest with you and hopefully connecting with you um, on a deeper level. So. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't really have much else to say. And what I tend to do is just go on and start rambling if I if I don't know what else to say. So I'm going to finish it up there. Uh, if I can invite you to go and check me out on YouTube, uh, and if you can subscribe to me over there, it would mean a lot. I've got about 57 subscribers on YouTube. I haven't been fully dedicated to it. Um, but at the same time, I haven't really put in... Um, the effort it deserves and now I'm starting to do that and your support would, would really mean a lot to encourage me along the way and I'm thinking if I can get to 100 subscribers I can actually change the YouTube channel name too and uh, also if you want to check me out on my blog that would also um, mean a ton bucket as well you can check me out at ibansalaji.com and there's a, a button somewhere on that page either all the way down to the bottom it's usually at the end of articles as well you can click follow and just drop your email in there and it'll allow you to get notified uh, when I put out a piece or if you have a WordPress account you can just subscribe and go straight into your reader and all my other socials are on there too including my newsletter and all the other things but I bore you with that thank you so much for listening if you've listened to the end you know if it's one of you I I'm trying to visualize who you are right now uh, and this is my genuine voice reaching through the phone to just say thank you. So I will catch you on another episode. Bye for now.